Rockabye Mama Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Gutierrez, owner and lead sleep consultant at Rockabye Mama. I hope that through this podcast, you are empowered to make changes in your family and in your child's habits and routines to get the best sleep possible. talk about something that is very timely and that is the end of daylight savings time. So if you're in the States, then in just a couple of weeks, daylight savings time will end and we will fall back one hour on the clock. So for some parents that can be very stressful because they are worried about disrupting their child's sleep habits or their sleep patterns and they don't really know what to expect. So let's get into it. Personally, I love fall. I love the time change, but it can be hard when we're falling for when we're falling backwards as opposed to jumping forward on the clock because sometimes when you look at the clock and it's an hour earlier than you're used to waking up, even though technically you didn't sleep an hour less, it can be very hard to mentally grasp. So let's talk about this. Chances are your phone and your clocks will automatically update with the time. If you can prevent this from happening, I highly suggest it. Or just turn your clocks around. Because here's the thing. Your clocks may update, but your child's body does not get that memo. Mm -mm. They are not going to sleep in an extra hour they're going to wake up at their normal time according to their body clock. And that's going to look like it's an hour earlier. So if your child normally wakes up at 6.30 in the morning, 5.30 rolls around and their eyes are going to open. So if the thought of that stresses you out, just turn your clocks around because really, if you go to sleep at the same time as normal, then your body's not going to know too much of a difference. So that would be my first tip. If possible, turn your clocks around just so when you wake up, it's not that mentally jarring. And that's the thing. Your child's body isn't getting that update. So for them, they're going to sleep just like they normally do. So what can you do? Okay, so the night before the time change, so Saturday night... Like I said, I highly suggest you turn those clocks around if the thought of it just, you can't, you can't deal deal with it. Now the morning of, so Sunday morning, your child wakes up at their normal time, although this appears like it's an hour earlier, but hopefully if you went to bed at the same time, do not stay up thinking that you're going to gain an hour because I promise you, you will regret that the next day. So when you wake up, At the normal time, yes, the clock is an hour earlier, but that's fine because your child has gotten the same amount of rest as they normally have. So go ahead and start your day. Get some coffee, make your breakfast, start the day, everything's going to be fine. Now, here's how you can adjust. Nap time rolls around. Let's say you put your child down to bed at 9 a.m. for their nap. You are going to put them down today 
on Sunday at 8.30 a.m. So according to the clock, the newly adjusted time, this looks like it's 30 minutes earlier than they normally take a nap. But for their bodies, it's actually 30 minutes later than they're used to staying up. Okay, so on Sunday, wake up as normal for their first nap. You're going to put them down 30 minutes earlier, according to the clock, than what they normally do. You with me? You're going to do this for all the naps that they take that day. 30 minutes earlier, according to the clock, than what they normally do. Now, when it's time for bed, you're going to put your child down 30 minutes earlier than their usual bedtime, although technically their bodies will register this as 30 minutes later. So if normally bedtime is at 7.30 p.m., you're going to, so if normally bedtime is at 7.30 p.m., then you're going to put them to bed at 7 p.m., although this is really eight o'clock according to their bodies. Okay, so that's not too bad. Now you're going to do this, put them to bed for naps and bedtime 30 minutes early for three to four days. Now when Wednesday or Thursday rolls around, then you can revert back to their typical schedule. So if normally they go to bed at 7.30, but the past few days you've been doing a seven o'clock bedtime, now you can bump it back to 7.30 because their bodies have likely adjusted. Okay, now, what if your child is not on a clock-based schedule? So if you have a newborn, and when I talk about newborns, I my definition of a newborn is from birth until they're three months old. So if you have a newborn, they are not on a set schedule. So this isn't really going to work for you because they don't necessarily take naps at the same time every day. For you, you are going to watch their wake windows. If you don't know what I'm talking about when I say wake windows, go back and listen to episode two. I talk all about wake windows, how they benefit your child, how following wake windows can really work for you and make nap time and bedtime easier. So you are going to follow your child's wake windows. If your child has a wake window and newborns, it will usually be 30 to 90 minutes, depending on their age. That means from the time they wake up, to the time they need to go back to bed, 30 to 90 minutes. So if your little one is used to taking um, a 45 minute wake window from the time they wake up and then 45 minutes later, it's time for a nap. You can't really push their wake windows by 30 minutes because that's essentially their entire wake window. They will be too, too tired for that. So what you're going to do is just follow their lead you're going to follow their wake windows and they will adjust over time. Now, what are you gonna do on Sunday morning for, if you have a newborn? You're just going to treat it as if it were any other day. You might need an extra cup of coffee because technically you're waking up an hour earlier according to the clock, but your little one is quickly going to adapt to the change in season and you probably won't notice too much of a difference anyway. Now, during the day, it's important to let natural light in. So open the windows, bring your little one to the windows because sun can impact your child's circadian rhythm 
And that will actually benefit your little one because they will be able to start to regulate back to uh, what closer to what they were doing before in terms of when they were going down to sleep. Now, what if you actually want to change your child's schedule? Maybe you're viewing this time change as something good and you don't want to push their naps or bring their naps closer because you want to actually change your child's schedule. Then what do you do? So in that case, you, maybe your child is going back to school or starting daycare and you actually want them to be awake earlier, then this might be a great idea. So here's what you will do. You let them wake up at their normal time and you will let them nap at their normal time. Although technically this will look a little different on the clock. So what would that look like? So if your child's normal wake up time is 7 a.m., well, they're going to wake up at 6 a.m. because that's their new normal. And maybe this works for you. Maybe you need them to be up earlier. So then if your child takes a nap at 12 p.m., their new nap time is 11 a.m. And if normally they go to bed at 8 p.m., their new bedtime is 7 p.m. So if this works for your situation, you can absolutely do that. If, adju- if not doing anything and letting your child have this new schedule actually benefits your family situation, then it's a great opportunity to just naturally and easily change their schedule. Now, if your child already wakes up early, maybe they wake up at six every morning and now they're gonna start waking up at five and you don't want that, then I highly encourage you to start pushing their naps so that they get more, so that they start sleeping at a more normal time or more of what you want them to be at. So let's recap very quickly. If your child is a newborn, you do not need to change their schedule because they're really not on a schedule. So just continue to follow their wake windows to prevent overtiredness. If you would actually prefer your child to wake up an hour earlier for scheduling purposes, then don't do anything and you're just going to adjust their nap and bedtime to an hour earlier than what it normally was. And technically this is the same time, but it will appear on the clock as an hour earlier. And in all other cases, you're going to bump nap time and bedtime up by 30 minutes, although this is really going to feel like it's 30 minutes later to your child's body. And you're going to do this for three to four days And at that point, you can go back to following the clock for your child's schedule. Now, I know every family's different, and some families will look at the end of daylight savings time and think it is the best thing ever, while others will think it is a nightmare. And I also know that not every family falls perfectly into this suggestion of moving bedtime 30 minutes early. And for those families, maybe your children do not have a set schedule, so you really can't adjust their bedtime because you're, you're following what they do and you don't have a set time. My 
biggest suggestion to you is to get your child on a set schedule. Get them on a set schedule. I know that it's hard. I know that some of you share custody. I know that some of you have crazy work schedules and you're not at home. And so somebody else is watching your child and it's hard for you to enforce something when you're not there. I get it. I completely get it. But having a set schedule is going to benefit your child so, so much. Because when your child's body knows what to expect, it knows that every day at 7 p.m. they go to bed. Every day at 11 a.m. they take a nap. Then their body will start to work with you when you're trying to get them to sleep. As opposed to having a schedule that changes from day to day, then your child's body is just going to fight you anytime you want them to take a nap or you want them to go to bed. So I really recommend that you try to make it happen. Try to make schedules a thing for your child. It does not have to be strict. It does not have to be a rigid schedule that you have to follow or everything is going to fall apart. But if you at least have a range, it's going to go far. If you know every day between 12 and 1 your child takes a nap, that's going to be huge. So start there and make a schedule. Take this opportunity of daylight savings time ending to make a schedule for your child and stick to it and see what happens. I am so glad that you tuned in today and I hope that this episode has given you some tools and ideas for how to approach the end of daylight savings time when we fall back an hour on the clock. Please subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Please follow me on social media, Facebook or Instagram, whatever your jam is, so that you can stay up to date with the latest things in all things child sleep. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Sweet dreams. Thank you.